I want to begin today by contrasting two different postures that people take uh, in their relationships. And posture number one, I just want you to think about this. I like to call the if posture. This is what happens when I say to a person, I will have relationship with you if. If you meet my conditions, you know, if you make me happy, if you make me laugh, if you satisfy me, I'll have relationship with you. Now, I'm going to ask you to jump with me 180 degrees in the opposite direction. I want to talk about what I call even if relationships. Even if relationships are not so much conditional as they are covenantal. Uh, they sound different. Even if you don't agree with me. Even if you don't make me always happy. Even if you don't always make me laugh. You know what? I'm going to stick with you because it's who I am. It's what I, what I believe much more reflective of the kind of covenantal relationship that we have with God. In this episode of God's Side Living, I'm just going to ask you to put this question in the back of your mind. I want you to try to answer it today. In your relationships, which would you prefer to be? Are, are you an if kind of person? Are your relationships conditional? Or, or are you living today relationships that are even if relationships. I, I want to look at that with you today. Uh, I'm kind of excited about this. I've been reading a book by one of my favorite author, teacher, pastors, Craig Rochelle of Life Church in Oklahoma City. And Craig's just written a book. If you have not gotten it, please do. It's titled Winning the War in Your Mind. And he talks about the fact that right now, even I, you're listening to this podcast right now, there's a war going on in your mind. It's not a physical war, right? It's a war about thoughts. And some of those thoughts have to do, I, I believe, with our relationships and what we want out of them. And there's this war, this tug of war that goes on inside of us because we want what we want. But wait a minute, what does God want for our relationships? Today, we're going to jump into Daniel chapter three. We've been doing that, taking on these topics and looking at them through uh, the, the lens of the book of Daniel. And today, I believe Daniel gives us a front row seat to what it means to, to find ourselves living what I call uh, even if kinds of relationships. I'll tell you what stirred me up over this is actually I'm taking you back a ways. A debate that took place on television in September 2009. Uh, to me, it was an extraordinary television event, at least for that day. And what started it, interestingly enough, was a website. It's a website designed by a man, kind of an entrepreneurial guy who believed that uh, marriage was kind of this conditional kind of relationships. And one of the conditions he believed for success in marriage was openness. And, and so he formed this website that allowed people uh, to go online and to meet people with whom they could have extramarital affairs. I think most of us are familiar today. There's a, a lot of apps out there that allow people to, to meet other people. Uh, to date online works pretty slick. You, you enter your information into a database. Thousands of others enter theirs. You know, algorithms are run and boom, here's who you are compatible with. But this is way different. This is about affairs. And so you can imagine, you know, this is 12 years ago, but there was, there was a lot of voices that just stood up and pushed back, rightfully so, that said, wait a minute, marriage, conditional, uh, open? I, I don't think so. Marriage is more a covenant. 
And it shouldn't reflect the kind of relationship that we have with, with God. So television comes along and says, hey, we're going to get in on this debate. And uh, some of you remember it. On one side was the developer of the website. On the other side was an evangelical pastor out of Dallas, Texas. And you know what? They had a heck of a debate. Uh, if, you, if you remember it, great. If you don't, you know, you can still Google this thing. Uh, Nightline is who hosted the debate. And, I, and I'll tell you that at the end of the debate, <laughs> this is no surprise to any of us. Both sides said, we won. But I'll tell you who won. An eight-year-old kid. At the end of the debate, they, they invited people to come to the microphone and to give their comments. And I mean, people gave all kinds of comments. This one little eight-year-old boy comes up to the microphone and with tears in his eyes, he says, I'll tell you what affairs are about. And he described an affair his dad had had and wrecked his mom's life, wrecked his life. And I'll tell you what, he could have dropped the mic and walked away. That was the end of the debate. Again, this kind of stirred me up and got me thinking about, well, you know, people do that in marriages. I mean, if we're going to live conditionally in marriages, what's happening in our other relationships? And this takes us into this third chapter in the book of Daniel. And I I think it's just an extraordinary uh, part of the narrative of this book. Remember, we're about 594 B.C. And what's happened is a coup, an attempted coup, has taken place in Babylon uh, against the king at that time, Nebuchadnezzar. And and the, the coup has failed. But let me tell you what Nebuchadnezzar is. He is angry and he is out for vengeance. Remember what he does is he builds this gigantic statue. Uh, He places it into a niche in the outer walls of Babylon. And he calls people from uh, both inside Babylon, the region surrounding it. Everybody come together into this town square kind of event. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put a condition on our relationship is a pretty simple condition. You either bow down and worship me or I'll kill you. I mean, it's that simple. I want to read this to you. This is out of Daniel chapter three, beginning verse 10. I'm reading from the ESV and read out of whatever version you want to. But here, here are the words. It says, you, O king, have made a decree that every man who hears the sound of the horn, the pipe, the lyre, the trigon, whatever a trigon is, a harp, a bagpipe, and every kind of music shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast into a burning, fiery furnace. Pretty simple, pretty conditional. Now, the people knew this, right? Does Nebuchadnezzar care about us? Heck no. We're, we're just numbers to him. You just kill us. Uh, this, this is the kind of relationship that they had. But I will tell you what, every one of the thousands of people, just imagine this, imagine being in that town square. Every one of the thousands of people gathered there in that town square fell down on their face and they worshiped that statue except for three. Three stood standing, remember their names. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, these are their Babylonian names. Remember that they're, they're actually Hebrews. They grew up in, in Israel, they grew up in Jerusalem. They're followers of God, and they would not bow down. Why? Because we're already in a covenantal relationship with a God who loves us. And I've come to believe that one of the greatest testimonies to what it means to being 
even if people, even if people, is given by these three men. I don't know if you remember what they said to the king, to Nebuchadnezzar on that day, but accused of not falling down. This, this is what they had to say to him. Chapter three, beginning verse 17. They said, if this be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from your burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand. But even if, there's the words, even if he does not, be it known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. What are they saying? This is a great testimony. They're saying, you know what kind of God we follow? A God who will deliver us. Now, we don't know if he's going to deliver us temporarily, temporarily, like out of your furnace or not. Doesn't matter to us. Even if he doesn't. Here's what we know about him. He, he will never depart from us. He will never leave us. He will deliver us into his hands. We, we will not bow down. And, and I'll tell you, this, this just really gets me thinking again about relationships. What does it mean for us to live as, as reflecting that kind of even if confidence in the relationship that we have with, with God through Jesus Christ? Um, April 20th, 1999. Some of you remember this horrible incident that took place in, in Colorado at Columbine High School. Uh, one of the worst shootings in American history. Uh, that morning, two shooters, Dylan Klebold and Eric Harris, entered into the high school with the intent of just killing as many people as they could kill. And, and you can imagine the students are hiding under desks when into the room walks this shooter. And I want you to just picture this this moment. He walks up to this desk, according to witnesses, and underneath it sits this little girl, Cassie Bernal. And, and the witnesses said that, that Eric hit his hand on the desk twice. He said, peekaboo, it's just, just horrifying to me. And then he looks down underneath it and he asks her one question. Do you believe in Jesus Christ? Do you know the last words out of her mouth was the word yes? And she died. But you know what? She was an even if kind of person. Even if I die today, I know my God will never, ever abandon me. All of this takes me back. What does it mean for us to reflect that in the relationships that we have with other people? I've come to believe we live in such a conditional world. We really do. Whether that be politics, uh, people today are more divided than, than ever before. Listen, you either agree with my politic or you, you know what? I won't have relationship with you. Same thing true in the social sectors. You either support me and support my beliefs or guess what? You, you can go stand by yourself. And, and I believe that that conditional relationships have left our culture, people in our world today, just in this tenuous position. I mean, we have people in marriages wondering, is my husband, is my wife, will they stay with me? What if I don't look right? What if I don't please them? What if I don't live up to their standards? We have people in families wondering, you know, what my kid, will my kids cut me off if I don't agree with some of the choices they, that they make? Will my parents cut me off if, if, if they don't agree with my choices? This is in families. We have, we have people who, who look at friends and wonder how deep is this friendship. Conditional relationships just place stress upon people. And it raises up, I think is a tough question for us as Christians. What does it mean to live differently? To, to live out 
what I'm going to call even if or covenantally relationships with other people. What does it look like for us to meet people where they are in life rather than requiring them to meet us where we are? What does that look like? What does it look like for us to take long, slow walks with other people, really listening to them, seeking to understand their story, seeking to understand them rather than trying to to get them to understand us and to adopt our point of view? What, What does it mean for us to care enough about people to say, I will respect you no matter who you are or what what you believe? What does it mean for us to say, you know what, I will walk with you and I will not abandon you even if you stand against me? And I'm going to be honest, I think this is hard for us as Christians, but I do believe that it's what God calls us to, not to relationships that simply mirror our world's conditions, but to a relationship that mirrors a cross on which God said to you and me, I will never abandon you. Today, I just want to encourage you to think about this. Are you an if kind of person or an even if? I I, I want to challenge you to think about your relationships and to, to live out a testimony to what it means to be in a relationship with a God who loves us even if. Well, that's, that's all for today. Next week, we're going to get a little bit, this is a pun, I, it's bad. I'm so sorry for this, but we're going to get a little bit fiery next week because we're jumping into a furnace with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I'm kind of excited about that. I think there's some great lessons that come out of that furnace, and we'll look at them together. You know what? I'm going to be praying for you in this next week. I'm going to ask you, would you pray for me? I, I really am going to ask for that. Uh, And let me just tell you that uh, if this is in any way helping you, would you just share it with another person? I would so appreciate that. That helps us a great deal. Listen, God's blessings to you. I look forward to seeing you next week. 